Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The Thrivehood Podcast is a relevant life roadmap for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to Thrivehood. You guys, welcome into the Thrivehood Podcast. And yes, I did it. I did it. I finally have an interview. Yes, woohoo, party, streamers, you know. I told you, I've been telling you for months that I was going to be able to start bringing you some interviews that would be very valuable to you instead of you sitting here listening to Uncle Tim flap his jaws for 15, 20 minutes every week. And so finally I delivered. Real quickly, I just want to set up today's interview. This is Coach Martin. Coach Martin is the head football coach for the Spring Hill Raiders. The Raiders, baby. Yeah. And full disclosure, my son is part of the football program. So I got to be honest there and tell you that. However, The reason for this interview and how it came about was because of me sort of watching and observing and conversations that I have had over the months with Coach Martin, and I was impressed. So much so that I said, I would love for you to be on my podcast. And he graciously agreed, said, I'd love to do it. So that's what this is all about. We have a a football game coming up this Friday, so I thought, what a great way to kick this off. We'll start this off this week as we get ready to start the season and get into the football season. I'm a big football guy, so I enjoy that. So anyway, got a chance to catch up with Coach Martin over the phone, and I want to share that with you now. Thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, Ben, I appreciate you giving us an opportunity to catch up with you and talk to you about something that I know that is important to you as it relates to the Spring Hill high school football team there. And first of all, thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on the phone with me today. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me and, and, and giving me the opportunity to, to talk a little bit about our guys and our program. Yeah, well, so let's just start off. What A little bit about you. Who are you? Where'd you come from? How did you get into sports and then ultimately get to uh, where you are now? Right. Um, well, uh, born and raised here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Uh, so as you can can imagine, I've seen a lot of changes in the area. Um, went to Spring Hill High School. was uh, was a member of the uh, state championship team. Uh, played football all four years, and and then went and played football in college. Um, the original plan wasn't wasn't to coach. Um, actually, began my career after college uh, when the NFL wasn't going to 
pan out <laughs> um, in pharmaceutical sales. Um, and so I kind of rose to, to prominence there with a, a region VP with a, you know, fortune 500 company and, and just was unhappy, uh, and couldn't figure out why. Uh, and I never could find anything that, uh, could kind of replace what I call the locker room atmosphere, um, where, you know, it, there wasn't really a Republican or a Democrat or, you know, black or white or anything like that. It was just us and uh, mm-hmm. kind of missed that feeling and started volunteer coaching, you know, because it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I was kind of bound up in worldly things and, and I enjoyed making money. And, and I thought, you know, I, I'll just I'll feed this uh, this itch by volunteer coaching in a couple of places and and met um a couple of really influential men, coaches that mentored me and, and kind of made the decision to to bite the bullet and, and just uh, do this this coaching thing full time and, and, and take it seriously. Um, and I think, you know, from a personal standpoint, I think uh, my faith uh, as it was growing, I, yeah, I'm a Christian. I was uh, I was saved later in life, but um, I think that served me well and and the kids that I've dealt with over the last 20 years Um, because I kind of come from a place where, you know, there's nothing you probably you can tell me or that you've said or done that, that I haven't done, uh, you know, twice as much. Um, So that's kind (laughs) of where I got started. Uh, um, You know, and and I've I've questioned that at times, you know, it's like, gosh, why did I, you know, wait so late and and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's the life experience um, and, and, and dealing with some of these young men, um, that uh, has, has been invaluable uh, with with me relating to those guys and talking to them. Yeah, I like I like what you said, which is a perfect segue into my next question. You had talked about um, you know finding a few guys a while back that was good mentors to you, which I think is huge for boys and young young men, especially in this day and age. So, having said that, and sort of using that as a lead into my next question, you have a, a a very unique and a very cool approach to your football program. And I believe that you call it building men for others mantra. Can you just share with us a little bit about that and, and what that entails? Sure. Um, while I was on that journey of volunteer coaching and being mentored, you know, by, by some of these great men, um, you know, I, I found a book, um, called The Season of Life, written by Jeffrey Marks, and uh, it, it kind of chronicles the life of Joe Airman, who was a an NFL player and and really struggled with um, you know the be a man, you know, suck it up, uh, man up kind of yeah you know thing, um, and, and couldn't figure out why he was unhappy um, and those sort of things. So I point to that book, and and that's kind of you know Joe Airman started coaching uh, high school football in, in Maryland. And, um, and, and, and not unlike it, it, the coaching world is, 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 you know, sort of like uh, any other thing, you know, not a lot of original ideas. We, we, we take things that we've heard from others and, and that's kind of our, our building men for others was, was born out of, out of that book and out of the different people that I've talked to, um, several coaches, I've taken bits and pieces of, of things that they've done. And I've always said, if I had the opportunity to do it, um, this is kind of how I wanted to approach things. Um, and so four years ago when I got the opportunity at Spring Hill, we started putting this thing together 
And um, our our main, I guess our main topic when we start talking up to, to freshmen um, and, and incoming, new incoming players, and then, you know, hopefully into, into our fourth year, our upperclassmen kind of have it down a little bit, is we talk about we want to be a man. But to be a man, we have to define what that means. Um, and, you know, society's definition of a man uh, is, is something I learned from the book, and it's called the three B's. And so as young men, you know, from ages, uh, young boys from ages seven to, to probably 13 or 14, it, the first B is the ball field. You know, if, if you can run faster, uh, jump higher, hit the hanging curve, you know, uh, all those things, then you're a man. Um, and then gradually, you know, as, as you hit 14 or 15 and and you discover girls and, and that sort of thing from 14 to about 23, 24, it's the bedroom. Uh, you know, how many conquests can you have and how many girls can you talk to and at the same time? And then, you know, 25 until whenever it's the billfold, you know, how much money do you make? Uh, and, and that defines your manhood. And and I think uh, kind of contributes to the problems. A lot of the problems that we have in our society today is, you know, we're taught to suppress our feelings and hold things in and, and place value on things that really aren't that important and really have nothing to do with being a man. Um, and so that's we we try to define a man as as serving others. Um, you know, I tell our kids all the time, the biggest slumps I've been in in my life, I have gotten. By serving someone else, um, because I, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm not a real big downer guy, but you know, our society now has has become so self-serving uh, that we forget uh, by serving others, we're actually helping ourselves. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I I very much uh, support your sentiments completely. I, you know, it's, especially this day and age, I I I think the whole manhood thing and, and really what a man is it's uh, it is so disjointed and uh, it, there, there's just not a lot out there that's really helping these young boys to understand what that actually is which is I love to hear that because it's your message is supporting very much you know what what I'm trying to do with Thrivehood is right to help right. guide right. them and lead them and you know, you've got a lot of boys that, you know, in some cases, there's a number of boys that are growing up in some, some really bad situations and some dysfunctional Correct. situations. And so uh, anything we can do as a society to help guide them, I think that's great. So I want to put you on the spot here. So you've yeah. talked a little bit about this program here and, and what you're trying to mm-hmm. accomplish. Do you have an example or two of maybe you've had some boys come through the program and not necessarily from a sports perspective, and, and, and please keep in mind when I say success, that, that can mean right. in all different ways. But in your mind, could you, do you have a, one or two examples or stories of some boys that you've come back across over the years and said, oh, this was great, I see how well he's done or not where he's gone? Right. Or do, you, do you have any success stories per se as it, yeah. as it relates to yeah, that? Yeah, you know, um, just right off the top of my head thinking about it, um, you know, I, I, I do – um, we've got, you know, and it, it, it sounds really cheesy when you, when you hear, you know, coaches in particular say things like, you know, Hey, I'll, I'll know I was a success when, you know, my players become husbands and, and, and fathers and, 
and you know things like that. But it's it's really true. Um, one oh, in particular case was was a a kid that we had at, at Nashville Christian, great kid, um, and and always knew he was he was kind of that that coach on the field kind of kind of kid, and and you knew. Um, but yeah, I got calls from him, um, you know, one or two in the morning when he was struggling in college and, and, you know, kind of facing some decisions that, that he probably knew deep down wasn't a good thing. He just needed some, uh, some confirmation, uh, that, that, that probably was not the best thing to do. Um, right. and, and then, you know, kind of chose a corporate career path and, and called again, you know, five years later and he said, I'm, you know, really at a crossroads here. You know, I've heard you tell your story about how you got out of the corporate world and, and that sort of thing, and 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 today he's a, a head basketball coach at a at a high school in Nashville, and and we keep up with each other. He's you know he's married and he has two children, and and you know we still send each other texts and and little notes and things like that. So he's 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 become a, an exceptional husband and and father, and and not only that, he, you know, he's a great coach too, and and having success doing that. Um, but he's probably the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you there, but no, uh, you said it earlier about you know cheesy. Oh my gosh! I mean, I, I think quite the opposite. I, if you, that's you great know, to hear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, all right. So so maybe you don't make all the cash in the world, but you have your health and your family, and you raise uh, uh, sons and daughters that are going to be uh, wonderful influences and contribute to society. I mean, to me, as far as that's concerned, that's success as well. So I. It, it, I it certainly is a little different. And, so. you know, and, and, and recently kind of on the flip side of that, um, I had a young man uh, more recently, um, that, you know, was kind of a slow adopter. Um, when, when I first came in, you know, I got a lot of this, um, like what, what in the world, why are we reading books? You know, so each class reads a different book, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And and they just could not understand, you know, why 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 are we talking about our feelings and and why are we doing these things and and you know yeah. these long diatribes by Coach Martin at the end of practice about being a man and <laughs> what in the world is this and you know um and and you know he he graduated um three years ago and recently uh, kind of got in some trouble and uh, but he's reached out. And um, I, I'm to be honest with you, and, and you know, I'm honored that that he would reach out to me. But um, we've set up a, a time that that we meet, and and we're going to meet once a week for a while, and and see how that goes. And um, just a great young man, and like you mentioned earlier, he kind of came from some some unfortunate circumstances um, in, in in his home life, and 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 things like that. And you know, it's really easy to get led down the wrong path, and I've been on that path myself, so I can understand and relate to it. And um, it, it's just, it, it really honored me that, that he wanted to reach out to me and, and talk more about being a man and, and the things that we talked about when he was here and, and that sort of thing and, and kind of wanting to focus in. Man, that's great. Great stuff, uh, Coach Martin. I, I think that's uh, there's some good stuff that the – the boys that are listening here, I think this is a good encouragement for them that they need to reach out, right? If they have a teacher, a right. coach, a youth pastor, a guardian, a 
friend, somebody, you know, try to find somebody that's ahead of them in life that can sort of help them along. So I guess let's sort of, sort of wrap this up. And let me ask you this. So if I were to say, I'm going to put you on the spot again. If I were to say um, a parting message, a, you know, if you had an opportunity to speak to uh, my guys here, people that are listening um, yeah. What is something that you would sort of a parting message as it relates to building men for others? What you know, your mantra. What what would you say to them? You know, I think it it all focuses on on, on obviously character and integrity. But one thing I do say, and some sometimes you know, and and sometimes parents you know don't necessarily like this, but I find it necessary to say. Um, you know, a lot of people like to say that kids are different today, you know, you know, today's kids are different and they're just, you know, they're not this, they're not that. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I completely disagree with that. I think kids are still kids. Um, do they have access to more information? Absolutely. They do. Uh, but that kind of makes us be on our game. I think what's changed is parents. Um, we, and, and for the most part, 90% of the parents I come across, they want what's best for their kids. Um, and so in doing so, you know, you've all heard of the, the helicopter parent thing, but I think even more dangerous is the new term lawnmower parent. Um, they try to mow down every obstacle that their kid may face. And and I know they want the best for them, but sometimes the best thing for a kid is to face adversity and to learn how to problem solve on their own. Um, and, and when I say that, you know, back when I played, you did it because coach said so, right? And now kids can pull out a, a phone out of their pocket and have access to a plethora of information. So you really have to know your stuff. <laughs> and and yeah. I think the key is you can always teach someone how to do something, uh, whether it's football, whether it's, you know, biology, whatever it is, you can teach kids how to do something. But until you master the art of explaining why, um, it's, 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 uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, and so that's that's kind of, I guess, the parting thought that I would give is, you know, kids kids are still kids, and they're fantastic. And a lot of the kids that I see, um, I have a, a very optimistic outlook for our future in this country. But I think as adults, coaches, parents, teachers, um, I, I think we need to keep that in mind and remember why we got into this in the first place and, and the kind of culture um, – you know, cultivate an environment uh, that allows them to grow and think independently and and uh, and be successful, like you're talking about. You know, be a productive member of society. Well, I was wondering how well this would go, and I have to say, uh, very, very not only honored but elated as to being able to talk to you today, Coach Martin. Fantastic stuff. This will uh, this will definitely. Uh, fill a void that I have for some of the guys out there that are needing to hear from someone else other than me that yeah they got what it takes right and they can they can Absolutely. pursue and they can succeed and so as many voices as we can get out there to continue to preach that mantra that uh, like you said building building men for others I, I think is fantastic so hey thanks for doing this I appreciate you taking the time and uh we will talk to you soon absolutely and hey thanks for for having me on i really appreciate it it was nice
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.